and win today. Just turn to your neighbor and say, good morning, and win today. And turn to your other neighbor, say, good morning, and win today. Now greet the viewers all over the world on Emmanuel TV. Good morning, and win today. Hallelujah, you're all welcome once again to the presence of God in Jesus' mighty name. People of God, I want to go straight into a lesson of life that I believe will help you today. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, say, neighbor, in this journey of life, never, I want you to just make that signal, say, never compare yourself with anyone because you may never know when your time is coming. Let me repeat that one more time. I want you to think about it. In this journey of life, never compare yourself with anyone. Because you may never know when your time is coming. You see, God, in his divine design, has set a time for everything. There's a time to, to grow. There's a time to face challenges. There's a time to overcome. There's a time to show the proceeds of victory. That's the picture of life. God has set a time for everything. Now, your time to sit may be my time to stand. Your time to run may be my time to walk. Your time to laugh could be my time to cry. Never compare yourself with anyone in this journey of life because you may never know when your time is coming. The challenge that our generation faces today is that we want to jump straight to the proceeds without passing through the process. That's the challenge. We want, everyone wants to wear the crown without drinking from the cup. We want to enjoy, you know, the, the benefits of success without the lessons of failure. This is not scriptural. As a Christian, by divine design, our path, our journey to the throne cannot always be rosy. It cannot always just be smooth. You must experience 
both gain and loss, both highs and lows. There must be social, economic, moral uncertainties. There must be troubles, both external troubles and internal troubles. That's life. Trouble does not require any invitation before it comes. Trouble does, does not require any invitation before it knocks on your door. That trouble is here. It doesn't require any invitation. That's life. We are not in heaven. It's only in heaven there's no disturbances. But as a Christian, in this journey, because this world is not our home, there must be something to punch us. There must be something to poke us. There must be something to prod us. This actually constitutes the beauty of our journey to eternity. The beauty of our journey to eternity is that something must be there to poke us, punch us, prod us. If, if you are seeking to have heaven here now, that is... Uh, no, no thorn in your flesh. No problems poking you. No disappointments coming your way. Well, you are thinking and working against what the Bible says in John 16 verse 33. That's in this world there will be trouble. But take heart. Trouble will come, but you will overcome. Trouble must come to test your faith. You see, to a man of faith, to one whose focus is on God, trouble will come, yes, but each trouble is designed for a purpose. Each trouble is designed to advance our cause in our spiritual walk with the Lord, to rearrange us for our divine future to promote our fruitfulness. Difficulties, challenges, seemingly impossible situations can actually be our greatest friends. Because if you examine your life, I believe you would agree with me that the most Valuable lessons often come at the most difficult times. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, say neighbor, the most valuable lessons often come at the most difficult times. The most valuable Important lessons often come at the most difficult times. So come, let me encourage you. Let this principle guide you today. Let this simple principle guide you. As a Christian, a child of God, whatever comes your way in this journey, whether it's blessings or trials, it is by divine design.
It is as it should be by divine design. If we can understand this principle, we would not mismanage our troubles. It is our inability to understand this truth that causes us to misbehave when troubles strike. Oftentimes we actually run from the very things that are meant to bring strength into our lives. And this is where the painful part comes. We fail to realize dodging a difficulty is only postponing that difficulty. Dodging a difficulty is only postponing that difficulty. Dodging a trouble is only storing up future trouble for yourself. Dodging a challenge is only delaying your encounter with it. Now this will bring us to the title of today's message. Don't dodge difficulties. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, as a Christian, don't dodge your difficulties. Now turn with me in the Holy Bible to the book of James. James chapter 1. Now I'm going to read from verses 2 to 4 and then jump to verse 12 which will be the proof text. It's a very well-known scripture, but I'm going to re-emphasize it for you today. The scripture says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Take note of that word, many kinds. I don't know what trial you are facing today. Whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your health, whether it's in your ministry or your business, your career, your family. But the Bible says, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, jump to verse 12, the proof text. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because Having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. What this simply means to me and you is this. Everything in your life is a test and a reward. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, everything in your life is a test and a reward. Challenges result in change. Whether they change you towards God or change you in the other direction. Challenges produce change. Like I said, it could change you to God, 
to pray them more, believe them more, have faith them more, to, to stir up your spiritual life, speed up your zeal for Christ, or it could change you in the opposite direction to seek shortcuts, look for alternatives, fall into self-pity, see God in a bad light. You see, the, the pain which results from unfavorable circumstances which we must all face in this journey of life. The pain which results from unfavorable circumstances can easily produce impatience, anxiety, fear, worry, discouragements, and desperation. With such a state of mind, Satan has a great advantage over us. If prayer and watchfulness are not employed. In other words, brethren, and I want you to take this lesson. In other words, our difficult circumstances become the basis for Satan's attack because of our desperation to get out of them. I will repeat it once again. Our difficult circumstances become the basis for Satan's attack because of our desperation to get out of them. We are too desperate. Desperation is dangerous. When you are too desperate to get out of your trouble, you cannot see God's purpose in it. When you are too desperate, it destroys your sense of judgments. You are not able to differentiate between God's supplies and Satan's baits. When you are too desperate to get out of your trouble at all costs, you quickly take advice from good intention people who speak from the human points of view because you are too desperate to get out of your trouble. You take shortcuts in an attempt to escape reality. And the painful part is this, because we are too desperate to get out of our trouble, we take steps out of God's will. And thereby we forfeit his promise of protection. We forfeit his promise of preservation. We forfeit his promise of peace even in the storm. Because we're too desperate. We're too desperate to get out of our trouble. We can't see God's purpose in that trouble. Just examine your own life. You realize that if you are too desperate to get out of a situation, you easily misbehave. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, 
Say neighbor. Say neighbor. I may be hungry, but I'm not desperate. Say neighbor. I may be sick in body, but I'm not desperate. Say neighbor. I may be poor, but I'm not desperate. Because a Christian can be sick in body. A Christian can be poor and yet be a candidate of heaven. A friend of God. Desperation is dangerous. You see, let me stress this principle to you, brethren. God knows the challenges before us. So he gives us, so he gives us enough grace for whatever trial we face. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, God knows the challenges before you. So he gives you enough grace for whatever trial you face. Yes, there will be trials. Yes, there will be troubles. But there's enough grace for you to face them. I, I want to just briefly, very briefly demonstrate what is happening to many people today around the world in the lights of this message. Very simple demonstration. If it is written by divine design that you must face this situation. This chair represents the situation. If it is written that you must face this situation, No matter your attempts to dodge it, no matter your attempts to escape it by taking shortcuts, taking alternatives, by hook and crook, by human connections, just name it. To you, you may think the problem is solved. You don't know the problem is simply postponed. The difficulty is awaiting you. It's deposited somewhere. It's stored up for tomorrow. Now what happens? By the time you meet that situation, you are now on your own. Perhaps it's at a time where you are too weak to handle it. Too old to handle it. You are on your own. No direction, no protection. No God, no guide. You're on your own. Because what you are supposed to face here with God's strength, God's grace, God's covering, God's guidance, you thought you had avoided it. You had dodged it. You had escaped it. Not knowing you had only delayed it. You had only postponed it. And by the time you meet it, instead of you to overcome the trouble, the trouble will overcome you. Yes, we will meet troubles, but we are meant to overcome them. Why are troubles overcoming us today? Our troubles are overcoming us today because we are not facing them in God's time. We are not 
meeting them with God's help. We are not handling them with God's strength. In God's way. Examine yourself. Even many of us who are here today, we are supposed to be enjoying the fruits of our labors, the proceeds of our victory. But we are still fighting a trouble we are meant to have overcome in the past. Because to us, we thought we had solved the problem, not knowing we had only pushed the problem forward. You see, a Christian is in a situation that does not offer him any alternatives apart from faith in God. No alternatives. Look, looking for an alternative, if there is one. Looking for a shortcut, if there is one. Look, you may find one. Yes. If there is one, you may find it if you look for a shortcut. You are only postponing the evil day. Because you will still have to face the situation you tried to escape from one day. You will still have to face it. Why can't we face it once and for all? Why can't we face it once and for all? Brethren, as I bring this message to a close, I want to quote something Prophet T.B. Joshua said. There was an interview he was, he granted, and in that interview he was asked the question, he said, man of God, they asked the question, man of God, what is the secret of your, your calmness in the face of the persecution, the attacks, the name-calling, slanderous remarks, just name it. All of us here know what Prophet T.B. Joshua has passed through. They asked him, what is the secret? You seem so calm. You seem so, nothing phases you. And he said this, I quote, if you are called by God from beginning to the end, your journey has been documented. Nothing outside your documentary will happen without God's knowledge. Think about those words. I will repeat it. If you are called by God from beginning of the journey to the end, it has been documented from above. Nothing outside your documentary will happen without God's knowledge. And if God allows it, it is unto your promotion. It is unto your benefits. It is unto your blessing. So brethren, viewers all over the world, in conclusion, don't make it easy for the devil. Don't make it easy for the devil by thinking that you are out of touch. Take this word of exhortation.
pull yourself out of this self-imposed cocoon. I'll repeat it once again. Pull yourself out of this self-imposed cocoon. Face your trials. Face the reality of your trials and confront them squarely. Don't try to dodge them. Don't try to escape them. By doing so, you are merely postponing the evil day. As a Christian, we should see our difficulties, whatever it may be. You know your situation. Everyone has a situation. We should see our difficulties as God's way of strengthening our character. They are tests to mature us. Your difficulty, your trouble, your situation is a test to mature you. If you are on God's agenda, many things that look like an portion of God's plan for you. usually end up being the road to its fulfillment. Take time to think of these words. If we are on God's agenda, many things that look like the abortion, the end of God's plan for us usually end up being the road to its fulfillment. Therefore, in times of testing, in times of conflict, stay where you are. Hold steady. Don't budge. Don't dodge difficulties. If we accept adversity, 
enduring every pain. Then we will learn what we should know. And our grief will turn to gain. Oh, what power there is in accepted sorrow. May God bless his word in the midst of our hearts. In Jesus' name. As we rise up on our feet and bless the name of the Lord, let us put our hands together for Jesus. Let us sing praises and thanksgiving unto the Lord because we know that he is going to do wonderful and beautiful things in our lives today in Jesus' name. Unto the Lord be the glory. Great things he has done, unto the Lord be the glory. Great things he has done, unto the Lord be the glory. Great things he has done, unto the Lord be the glory. Unto the Lord, unto the Lord, be the glory. Glad in it and be glad in it, hallelujah. 